0: 10:46. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.
1: Casey. Yeah. You cannot make up how stupid <laughs> the people who represent us are, <laughs> and the stuff that they get involved in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Indie Star has this article out, and this is this is why our country, our state, our cities, whatever, in the shape they're in. So there's a gajillion problems going on in the state of Indiana right now. I mean, we can agree on that, right? Like the property taxes, the gas taxes, Mm -hmm. our public health is atrocious. I mean, there's a gajillion pressing issues in front of the state of Indiana. Yeah. And this past legislative session, the just – mega intellectual mega giants who make up super majorities in the House and Senate said, no, we're not going to help you out with your property taxes. Screw you if you can't afford to live in your home. We're going to raise the gas tax again, another $90 million because we haven't confiscated enough of your money. We're going to weigh in on whether Indianapolis should be allowed to have you not be able to turn right on red. Yeah. And they passed a bill, Casey. I mean, this is right up there. A million things in the state, which you're elected to solve, right? The state of Indiana. Mm -hmm. And these lawmakers got their panties in a wad over downtown Indianapolis. You're not being able to turn right on red. Now, look, I think the no turn on red thing is stupid. That's my personal opinion. But I also recognize that that is a decision for also the Mensa members (laughs) and high IQ people who make up the Indianapolis City County Council. Again, same thing can be said for them. You got a million things you could focus on. Oh, I don't know. Why don't we start with everyone getting shot all the time? Or the general sense of malaise and depression over the city or the dirtiness of the city or the fact that the roads are in shambles. No, we're going to focus on no right turn on red. Regardless, that's their right to do that. And so the state passed a law... Because these lawmakers, here's what it is, these lawmakers who have to work here don't want to be disrupted by not being able to turn right on red. So they said, we're going to pass a law that bans Indianapolis from turning right on red. And so now the city county council has said, to steal a line from Animal House, you can't do that to our pledges. Only we can do that to our pledges. They're going to override the state, they're going to, well, not override. They're going to ignore the state of Indiana. They're going to enact the no-right turn on red, and now we're going to go to court and waste a bunch more taxpayer money.
0: Yeah, they say they're, they they want to do that to protect p- pedestrians.
1: Protect them from what? If you see the car going, <laughs> get out of the way.
0: Don't stand in front of it. It is,
1: look, I'm going to go all the way back to kindergarten, Casey and sing a little tune that I was taught then and it has now sustained me for over 30 years. Are you ready? I'm I'm
0: excited.
1: And I have been hit by zero cars in my life. You know why? Because I have remembered this little ditty. Okay. Look both ways before crossing the street. First to the left, then to the right.
0: It's that simple. That's the song. I've never heard that in my life. Yeah, they taught
1: us that in kindergarten. There's more to it, but I don't remember now. But I remember that. <laughs> so you remember look both ways. And a per- as a person of reasonable intelligence, well, duh, look both ways. Heck, most of the streets are one way anyway. Yeah. You only got
0: to look one way. You know what really frustrates me, especially when I leave for the day? There's there's the street. It goes right into the Capitol, right into the Statehouse, but... Uh, Washington, it's one way. Yes, but people sit there. Yes, and they don't turn. Here's the other thing: they wait for the green light. There's and no, there's no, no turn on red sign. Nothing. And I have asked there.
1: And I think when the other blonde lady worked here, we <laughs> asked a law enforcement guy on the air about this. If it's one way and it's red, you can go left. Yes. on red. Yes,
0: that's it, what I'm talking it, about. Yeah, it's so oh, okay. frustrating. No, yeah, that's, that's exactly isn't what that? I'm saying. If it's red and it's one way, you look both ways, but this is you the, can turn left.
1: This is the thing these people, be it our city council, who can't solve anything related to crime or fill the potholes, that's what they're wasting their time on. And our state, well, now because they can't be inconvenienced, that's what they're wasting their time on. You know what this on.
0: is? This is the pork tenderloin. It's <laughs> the tenderloin sandwich.
1: Uh, Hammer joins us now. Um we're talking about the city-county council going to ignore the state law that they passed this year saying no right turn on—you the you can't have a no right turn on red, and they're just going to do it anyway, and so now it's going to court.
2: Okay, so you're telling me that the city-county council just does whatever they want, and they do not have the people in mind or the law in mind? I'm shocked. This but is my shocked face. I'm torn on this, though, Hammer,
1: because this is what our state lawmakers are wasting their time on. They're not solving True. property you're taxes— right. or gas taxes. Most of these people who are voting on this law don't even live in Indianapolis.
2: It's easy to make fun of the lunatics that run the city county council. And I say run, and that's the key word, because it's very Democrat heavy. From Vop Osley to Mascari to all the other good time party boys, they're all lunatics. But at the higher level, you get You get to the boss of the lunatics, and those are Republicans, the people who are focused on the sandwich, the people who are focused on (laughs) the signs going up you know, at the border of the state of Indiana and not on the things that actually matter.
0: More to discover. You
1: are wearing, I can't see you because we only have two cameras in here on the YouTube. By the way, hello to everyone watching on YouTube. You're wearing an excellent shirt today. You're wearing a shirt that says Hoosier Dome on it, and it is a giant picture of the Hoosier Dome. Can we all agree that the Hoosier Dome and the whole Hoosier Dome saga is everything that's wrong with government? So we spend a gajillion dollars in the early 80s to build the Hoosier Dome for a non-existent football team at the time, correct? Like the Colts were not here when the Hoosier Dome was built. Is that correct?
2: Correct, but you have to understand at that time in America, if you were trying to acquire a sports franchise, you had to have a stadium. Okay,
1: but I'm trying. Just work with me here, all right? Okay. I'm I'm uh, I'm rolling on this. (laughs) Forget it. He's rolling. So, so So we build a stadium for a non-existent football team to attract a football team. We get the football team. The stadium is perfectly fine. Almost every NFL team says the hardest place to play in the NFL was Indianapolis because of the noise in the Hoosier Dome. Mm. We don't even have the Hoosier Dome paid off yet, and we say, screw that. We're going to spend a billion dollars of taxpayer money without this other monstrosity not even being paid off and having the best home field advantage in the NFL to build a new football stadium.
2: So first of all, when you say the stadium was fine, the stadium was fine until around 1992. And then you started to see it become dated. And it's not just with football. It's baseball, and you see it with basketball, too. When you don't have room for these luxury suites, then that's how these owners are like, hey— this is not working for us, and if you don't fix this, maybe we'll take our talents to somewhere else. So
1: Jim Ursay, let's let's get it out there, took the city hostage and said, if you don't give me, even though I'm worth well over a billion dollars, if you don't give me the billionaire who became a billionaire because I got it from my dad, I didn't work for it, if you don't give me a billion-dollar stadium, I'm going to screw everybody in this city, and I'm on a high, I'm going to hightail it out of here.
2: Do you think the city has made money off of having that stadium? No. Because you don't think that having the. Uh, big conventions that go there and the monster truck rallies and all that kind of stuff that go into that building haven't brought money, you don't think that the final four, which is played in that building on a regular five-year rotation, has brought money in? That's ridiculous.
1: Which, hey, uh, If you've served in local government, raise your hand here. Oh, wait! I'm the only one raising my hand here, so <laughs> I know you're going to tell me everything about how
2: local government finances work. Right, and I'm going to tell you as a Marion County resident, raise your hand if you don't live in Marion County here. Oh, that's also you, Robert. Raise your hand oh. if
1: you don't live in Marion County.
2: We don't see all the stuff that we use the stadium for because you're too busy hanging out in Brownsburg with all your butt sniffers who are going to put in a roundabout. So maybe you pump the brakes a little bit here. This city, which, let's be honest, it's probably seen better days in terms of the leadership here, but you wouldn't have half the things you would have without that stadium.
1: So, what, so it's fair for me, a guy who doesn't live in Marion County, to pay increased taxes so that a billionaire... Can have a free stadium when he already had a perfectly good stadium, and I'm paying for the new stadium so that his other rich friends can have a nicer place to watch the game.
2: Yeah, did I, I get that cute. right? I think it's cute you think politics are fair, <laughs> and you're the guy that served in government, and you don't know that things aren't fair? Sit down. I was the only go, one. Go to... sit in Mike Ch- Pence's chair and spin around in a corner a little bit.
0: <laughs>
1: you missed me on Off the Rails yesterday. I was very sad uh, that you were not there because I had some great takes on a whole bunch of things, and
2: I'm just glad you're back. I watched the movie Rounders last night, and there's a great line in that movie uh, where Teddy KGB finally gets beat by Matt Damon. Paid that man his money. Mm -hmm.
1: I was like, what would you do yesterday (laughs) on your day off? Oh, I got a haircut, and I watched a whole entire series of something. Bar Rescue. There's a Bar Rescue marathon on. Is that where they go, and they take the dilapidated establishments, and they try to make them— Profitable
2: again. Yes. Yeah, and the guy that does it, John Taffer, he's like the Simon Cowell oh, of bars. Yeah. He's yelling at these rednecks and chewing them out, and there's yeah. fights and Yeah. What's I love coming it.
1: what's coming up this afternoon now that you're here again?
0: <laughs> uh we got beer sample Friday today Excellent. and we got a lot of special guests today. We're gonna have a good time. Thank you, Hammer, you're listening to Kendall and Casey on ninety-three W I B C